Hey, what's up, family? It's Coach Josh. Hope you all are doing exceptionally well. In this video, I'm going to be talking about how to find your purpose person. But as everyone's coming in live, let me make sure I say hello to all the people watching later. Those who's watching for the very first time, my name is Josh Rezzi, also known as Coach Josh. And my goal is to help make sense of your life and to help you grow holistically for God's optimal use. And after watching this, be like, man, I like this guy's vibe. Go ahead and subscribe because I would love to be a coach here online. But as uh, for all those who's been rocking me, been a subscriber for 14 years, listening for 14 years or 14 minutes, I want to say thank you all so much for trusting what God's entrusted in me. And I pray it continues to be treasure. But as, let's get right into my points. I want to talk about this briefly and then do a live Q&A. I just posted a snippet video on Instagram, and then I had a lot of notes that I had uh, for videos I'm going to do at a later date, but I said, let me go ahead and do it now. But let's get right into my points. Let's start with this first point here. In order to find your purpose person, you must be a purpose person. Let me say that again. In order to find or recognize your purpose person, you must be a purpose person. Now, what does that mean? In order for you to find your purpose person, you have to be a person of purpose. You have to be intentional. You have to be aligned to God's original design. You got to be an individual that says, you know what? I understand this season. I understand the purpose of the season. And I'm going to be a purpose person. So many people, they want the cart before the horse. They, they want to be able to find a person and then find a purpose. But that's backwards. But in, in order for you to really position yourself to find the person, that God has for you, you got to know your purpose. And I'm going ahead of myself. Let me cover some more points. And then I have a lot that I want to cover. And uh, well, not that much, but enough. The next point is this purpose attracts purpose and purpose partners with purpose. Let me say it again. Purpose attracts purpose. Also purpose partners with purpose. And what I said on Instagram was this. I said that the purpose of a seed seeks to partner with the purpose of the soil. Their collective partnership desires to partner with the purposes of the elements like the rain and the sun. And when those purposes attract and those purposes partner, you have a harvest, you have a tree, you have fruit. A lot of people don't understand that, that purpose attracts purpose. When you are a purpose person and that purpose aligns with the other person's purpose, then you will begin to see the synergy that God wants to create. We have to make sure that we understand the value of purpose. Now, let me get to some more. Uh, let's get to some definitions, then I'm gonna cover some more points. Let's define the definition of purpose. Purpose, by definition, is the reason for which something is done or created, or for which something exists. So, purpose, by definition, is the reason for which something is done or created. Meaning that our purposes stems from the Creator. Our purposes stems from the creator. So in order for me to find my purpose person, I have to develop a personal relationship with the person that gave me purpose. He's the one to know the reason why you were created. He's the one that gave you the reason for why you exist. And if you persist in the reason why you exist, then you find your Mr. or your Mrs., right? And that's paramount. See, God does things in order. You have to order your life alongside or within the order of God for things to, that you order through prayer to be brought through. 
right? And so purpose by definition is the reason for which something is done or created or for which something exists. God has a reason for everything. He has a reason for you. You're not an accident. You were placed here on purpose. You have a purpose. And the one thing that you cannot ignore or waste time not discovering is why you are here. Because when you know why you are here, you will know who is for you. Let's keep going. Now, partnership by definition is the state of being a partner or partners. So partnership. Uh, we have to understand that relationships, especially marital ones, are partnerships. See, when you understand partnerships, you understand that in order to partner, you must have a part. In order for us to partner, you must you must already have been designed and assigned a part in one's life. If you don't know your part, how will you know your partner? If you don't know what part you're supposed to play in the kingdom of God, how will you be able to discern the partner that God has for you? So you have to allow God to import the parts. You have to understand that God is, is allowing things to work together for your good, to partner into you, because he knows that if, if you if you begin to function in a part that you're not uh, uh uh, um, developed into, then you're going to cause a mess in the script. So you have to say, in order for me to have a true solid partnership, I must know my part on the ship. If not, then this thing will sink. Another definition I want to cover is energy. Well, we'll get to those definitions a little bit later. Now, we said purpose attracts purpose and purpose partners with purpose. So we said that the purpose of a seed partners with the purposes of the soil. So in of itself, it has a purpose. Inside of every seed is purposed to produce a harvest. Every seed is purposed to produce of its own kind. But when it partners with another element or soil that's different than it, then it will automatically activate. See, if you're not in purpose, then you can't activate purpose. And what I mean by that is if you're not in your purpose, how can you activate purposes? So a seed left on a shelf can't function in its purpose, even though purpose is full on the inside of that seed. But when that seed begins to be planted or partnered into something else that also has its own purposes, then something unseen to the naked eye causes synergy. It causes things to happen. So where are you planted? If you're not planted in the right soil, then you'll spoil. If you're not planted in the right soil, and then and you will never grow into who you need to be. That's why places are important. Where God positions you is important because when you are planted there, something activates on the inside of you. So when your purpose inside of you is in a place of trial, if it's in, so that's why you got to look at your life differently than how other people look. People will assume uh, that something in the ground is buried. But if your perspective is that you've been planted, then you understand purpose. Purpose people understands what it means to be planted. People who don't have a purpose perspective see themselves buried. So a single person in singleness with the right perspective will see themselves planted in a season of singleness. That that season of singleness was meant to activate something in them that will position them that when they grow from that prerequisite season, they will bear fruit in the, in the season they desire. But a person with a poor perspective in their singleness will see themselves buried in their singleness, Meaning dead in their singleness, not active in their singleness. But when you're planted by the planter, by the gardener, then something inside of you will activate because you understand the purpose of the soil. You understand the purpose of the season.
And then when someone comes alongside uh, alongside you in the right season, then purposes will attract. Then they will be able to fully function their purpose. You will be fully able to function in your purposes. And supernaturally, uh, they will be uh, able to coexist in purposes. So, for instance, my wife and I have different skill sets. My wife and I have different purposes, right? Uh, there is impossible for me to function in the purpose of a woman. It's impossible for me to function in the purposes of a wife. It's, it's impossible, right? And it's impossible for her to function in the purposes of a man. But even though we have unique biological purposes, when combined, it produces. When partner, it produces. So when a wife and a husband come together, it produces synergy in the marriage. So right now, my wife in her purpose got degrees in English. In her purpose were, was, was, was synergized to be inside of school systems. I didn't know that when I first met her that I was going to be in schools, but God knew. And sometimes when you meet a person, sometimes the purposes draw you, even though you've never seen the purposes drawn from you. But then after a period of time, we begin to see that her unique purposes uh, <clears throat> coexist and coexists with my purposes and vice versa. And so that's why I love when God confirms, because when God confirms, he doesn't necessarily continue to confirm. The thing in of itself confirms itself because the purposes are confirming. Right. And so purposes attract. So you don't want to be in a situation where purposes subtract. A lot of people are in subtractive purpose relationships. They are subtractive situations, not attractive situations because they don't know who they are. Let's keep going for time's sake. Let's uh, let's talk about. Um, <clears throat> um, next point, both the seed and the soil provide each other with the opportunity to function their purpose. I love that. I want to make sure I cover that. Um. Both the seed and the soil provide each other with the opportunity. So my purpose provides her the opportunity to do her purpose. If I function as a man in my purpose as a man, it gives her the opportunity to function in her own purposes as a wife. That's why it's important to know your daily specific purposes. Because many of us, we so focused on fulfilling these big purposes or these general purposes. We want to fulfill all these great big things, but we haven't been trained on how to fulfill daily purposes because my purpose should give her the opportunity to fulfill her purpose and function in it. See, a seed in a soil gives the seed the opportunity to function as its original purpose and vice versa. But when you don't know your purpose, you won't know your function. Therefore, you won't uh, 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 be able to attract what God has already wanted to add it to your life. Right. Question. Do you have enough to give someone the opportunity to function? That's the question. I'm going to get to your question. Maybe that's a great question. But if the question is, do you have enough to give someone the opportunity to function? Like there's there's levels to this. There's stages to this. You have to elevate to places of purpose, high level functioning in purpose, high level. And so when you're with the most high, you go to high levels. When you're with the most high, you go to higher levels. And the higher you go in frequency and functionality, the more you create synergy with other things. And then you start attracting those different things because you elevate it to a higher level. So once again, we're talking about how purpose partners with purpose. Can someone can someone truly have opportunity to function as your wife? Can a person actually function as a husband in your life? Or are you hard hearted or are you uh, a feministic or, or, or are you a misogynistic? Like, like, are you too much of a car of carnality 
to give functionality or allow the opportunity for functionality. Something to think about. Now, here are, in order to find your purpose person, you must be these three things. I think it's three. Yeah. In order to find your purpose person, you must be these three things. Number one, you must be founded. You must be founded. Great questions, y'all. I'm going to get to y'all real shortly. You must be founded. Here it is. You must be founded or you must be found in order to be founded. Ooh, hear me, hear me. You must be found in order to be founded. We must be immovable and humble in order to be found. Problem here, we move too much. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't got time to play hide and go seek with God. Even though God knows where I am, I don't got time. When God says, Josh, where are you? Here I am. Here I am, God. You don't even got to ask that question. Here I am. In order to be founded, I have to be found. That means I have to be foundable, which means I got to stop moving. That means I got to stop uh, uh, cruising in different sins and and, and, and and falling myself in these different places that's unholy for God to find me. Hear what I'm saying? God can find me anywhere. But I'm talking about if I'm functioning in sin, practicing in sin without any uh, uh, recognition of repentance, then, then I'm not trying to be found. I'm not trying to be found in the light of God. I'm not trying to be found by him. So in order for me to be founded, I have to be found. So I got to say, God, I repent. Here am I, God. I repent. I confess my sin. Fine. I'm here, God. I don't got time for me to keep hiding because God don't play games. Life is too real to be playing games with. So God said, man, come out and open. Be found. Be foundable. Be found in me and then you'll be found dead, meaning you'll be anchored. See, in order for you to find your purpose person, you got to be founded on biblical truths. You got to be founded on biblical principles. You got to be founded on biblical morals. You got to be founded in the scriptures, solid, unmovable. You got to be unmovable in, in the things of God, because if anything can move you, then you can't lead anyone and you can't you won't follow anyone. Right. You won't be able to lead a wife and you won't be able to be submitted to a man because you don't you're not founded. You easily moved by every TV show, easily moved by every snippet on the videos. You're able to be moved by anything because you're not founded on the rock. It's your singleness. It's right now where you find the rock. Don't build your house on sand. Build, the, the Bible says that person who was wise dug deep. See, sand looks solid until a other force comes up against it and breaks it. Cement, cement can't be broken. Rock can't be broken. But water can cause see, us a sand to shift. And so you got to be a wise person. I got to be founded on the rock. So if you hit rock bottom, rejoice. If you hit rock bottom, sing praises because you found the rock and then found your life. Anchor your life. Foundations are important when it comes to finding your purpose person, because my wife cannot function in her purpose if I'm not founded in God and vice versa. We don't got time with making each other nervous and making each other anxious because we're not anchored. So the problem is we move too much. What We can't sit still. Next point. It says in order to be founded, you must be still or in a continuously settled and rested state. I put purpose needs stillness. Purpose needs stillness. So to, so to get a little bit deeper, in order to be founded and solid and anchored, I must be still, you must be still, or in a continuously settled and restless state. Not restless, but rested state, meaning that nothing moves me. 
If my God can't be moved, I can't be moved. It doesn't matter what happens in the world. If you want to find your girl, if you want to find your guy, if you want to find your purpose person, you can't be moved. We're kingdom people. We're ambassadors of a land that can't be shifted, a land that cannot be moved, a land that cannot be uh, infiltrated, a land that cannot be spied upon, a land that, that no, no demonic hand can bring down. And that's encouraging. So that's why you got to unplug from the news, unplug from what's going on, unplug, 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 and plug in and be founded because only those who are founded on the rock, no matter what comes, will stand. So are you foundable? Are you wanting to be found? Like, are you wanting to allow God to create a new foundation in you? Next point, you got to be free flowing. In order for you to find your purpose person, you have to be free flowing. I think uh, there's four things. Free flowing. It means you must, let's start with free. You must be free of bondages. Bondage or baggage is like weeds in a field. They choke the potential. Undealt with problems chokes undeniable potential. Let's, let's break that. That's too rich. That's too rich. You must be free of bondages. Like, like, like you can't get into a relationship with a purpose person with wounds. Nothing wrong with scars, but there's a lot of problems with wounds. See, wounds means the wound is fresh. Some people still got fresh wounds from exes, fresh wounds from fathers, fresh wounds from mothers, fresh wounds, fresh wounds. That person can't fix those fresh wounds. It doesn't mind. He doesn't mind or she doesn't mind. <clears throat> excuse me. If you come with scars, scars prove there was once injury. There was once wounds, but there's wisdom now. Scars prove wisdom. That's why God allows us to go through tough times so that we'll be wounded, not wounded, but that we'll go through the pain in order to gain. Because when you feel pain, you know what not to touch no more. When you feel pain, you know not to do that no more. When you feel pain, you'll grow. And so we have to go through trials and, and tests and, <clears throat> and allow God to make us our best before he partners us with his best. Right? You can't be coming with somebody with wounds. You got to say, if you still got wounds, you still bleeding and you still hurting and that wound's still fresh, then you haven't gone to the father. It says bondage or baggage like weeds in the field. So, for instance, if you want to part like a seed into the soil. And two seeds going into the wrong soil, going into the soil of marriage. Marriage will do what it do. If you plant yourself in marriage, marriage is going to do what it do. That's why people don't break marriage. Marriage break people. People don't break marriage. All these people doing whatever they do with marriage, whatever, whatever type of formalities of their marriage, whatever marriage they want to do. They're not going to be able to last because of the marriage breaks them. You got to be founded and solid before you get into the ground. And if you get into a ground and you allow weeds in there, it chokes the potential. It chokes the marriage. It chokes with the carriage, right? It says they choke the potential. If you have daddy issues, mama issues, ex issues, it will bring issues into your marriage. It will bring issues no matter where you go in life. And it will choke. It will choke the manhood in that man. It will choke the delicacy, the delicate delicateness of the woman. It will choke her. She can't even be a wife because you don't know how to be a husband. He can't even be a husband because you, you, you're choking him with your baggage. And so in order to be in position to find your purpose person, you got to let God unpack your bags and bound up your, your wounds until they're healed. It says undealt with problems choke undeniable potential. There is undeniable potential in your life. You know who you could be. You know what you can do. 
Like there's undeniable potential. We just don't want to take time to see it. But undealt with problems chokes undeniable potential. So you don't want to get into a situation where God <clears throat> or where you are in a situation where there's so much potential, but it's choked by problems. Let's keep going. Now, free flowing. Free flowing means moving in a continuous, steady stream. I put here with the Holy Ghost. Free flowing. That means I have to be free and free flowing in order to find my uh, purpose person. Right. Or for you to find your purpose, because I found mine already. Right. You got to be free flowing, moving in a continuous, steady stream with the Holy Ghost. What that means is you got to flow with him. Listen, man, let me talk to you real quick. If you you can't lead, if you can't follow in order to be a good leader, you have to be a great follower. Like you got to follow God. Jesus said, if anyone desires to come after me, let him first deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. In order to be a good leader, you got to be a good denier of self. You got to be a good cross taker upper and you got to be a good follower. You just can't follow God when it's good. You got to follow through with him. No matter where he goes, you follow him. No matter where he takes his journey, you follow him. And if you don't have that great followership, then you won't have good leadership. And so men specifically, you got to make sure, hey, am I a good follower? Do I pray in the Holy Ghost? Do I do I pray often? Do I read my word? Is my spirit sensitive? Do I know more about what Jimmy is doing than what Jesus is doing? Like, like do I do I care more about Jimmy Buckets or Jimmy Butler? Or do I care about the, uh, the butler and shield? Do I care more about the Holy Ghost? Do I care more about what's going on? So many of us, we know so much about sports, know so much about politics, but we don't have no ticking after God that nothing about God that ticks, that gets us going. And so we got to make sure that we understand that we got a free flow in God wherever you go. Because listen, if I didn't, if I didn't free flow in my ministry and if I didn't go off a self mint road, if I, if I didn't free flow with the Holy Ghost to start that Bible study unplugged and to, and to have it that Thursday night, then my wife's friend wouldn't have bought her that night. And I would have never uh, met my wife if I wasn't free flowing. Purpose has you free flowing because you never know what city, what state, what country, what uh store that you're going to meet your person. And if you can't follow the Holy Spirit now, you how can he direct you to the one he has for you? Let's keep going. Functioning is the next. There's four things, not three things. Functioning. You must be functioning at a high level or at a high frequency in your purpose. I'm going to read that again. I'm going to cut this fan on real quick. You must be functioning at a high level in order to meet your purpose. Person, you got to be functioning in purpose at, at, a, at a, a decent level. I can't I can't say high level because sometimes the highest level doesn't come until after you marry. So you have to be functioning at a decent level, but definitely at a high frequency in your purpose in order to attract the one at that level. For instance, like if you if you a hoe, male or female, right, and you out here lustful, that frequency ain't gonna draw a person who's who's solid in love. If you're operating in low frequencies like lust, low frequencies like doubt, low frequency like envy, low frequencies like jealousy, low frequency like depression, you're not going to attract at this level. You're not. You got to operate at higher frequencies. You got to operate at these top four frequencies. We talked about in other videos. You got to operate in enlightenment. A person who, 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 who frequents the frequencies of enlightenment and they know who they are in Christ and they operate in that frequency that a woman who's in Christ, a man that's in Christ, it doesn't is attracted to that life. Like you have to operate at the level that you want to be. 
And the only way you can do that, even when you don't feel like it's a tap into the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit will then level you up to a level of frequency. And when you frequent that frequency of enlightenment and you know who you are in Christ, you're always confident. You always bold as a lion. You know that you're more than a conqueror. You know that no weapon formed against your prosper. You know that a thousand may fall at your left, but 10,000 at your right hand, but it won't come near me. You know that every tongue that rises itself in a day against your day jump shall be condemned. You operating at a high level because you enlightened, because you let the light in. You know who you are in him. The next high level frequency that you have to operate in to draw that purpose person, you got to operate in love. You got to allow the perfect love of God to remove all fear because fear is what's keeping you from getting near. Fear is keeping you from drawing near to God and drawing near to purpose things. You got to operate in love. God, take perfect your love in me. Remove all that fear out of me so I can draw near to you and you draw near to me and I can draw near to whoever it is that you have for me in my life and all those purpose pieces. So love, because the perfect love of God will then teach you how to love yourself. How, why is God going to bring you a man of God, a woman of God who loves themselves when you don't love them? Do you know how much work it takes to level somebody up to the levels of love they need to be? Do you know how much work it takes to level someone up to the levels of love they near to be? That's God's job, not that man's job. That's God's job, not that woman's job. And so many people are looking for someone to complete them and they can't compliment them. People at that level looking for complimenters, not completers. Like, like people who desire for them to complete them only depletes them and it makes them agitated in the air as they're trying to compete. How can they compete when they're busy to when they're busy completing you and depleting them and now it depletes their relationship? So you got to be a person that already allowed the perfect love of God to love on you so much that you love on you so much. Then, you know, then you'll know how to properly distribute your love. And everybody gets access to your love, but not everybody gets access to your heart. So, you know, levels of love. And then at that level of frequency, that person's attractive. That person is attracted to that person they desire to be or a purpose person. The third level of frequency, that's high level frequency that we got to function in in order to draw those purpose pieces in. And for y'all singles, the purpose person in, joy. Nobody wants no doubting Thomas or doubting Tiffany. Nobody wants no sad Sandra and sad Samuel. Nobody wants that. The joy of the Lord. People, people need you to be always continuously in the strength of the Lord. That's in his joy. So in order, in order to enjoy your season, you got to enter his joy. Enjoy, E-N, enter his joy. In order for you to be strengthened, the greatest ecosystem, uh, 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 aura, a bubble, uh, uh, whatever, bubble sphere is joy. Right. That's a strong frequency because you enjoy like nothing can throw your day off. For this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad. And despite how the day starts, despite how the day finds itself, I find joy in him. I told a student the other day, I said, joy before boys, joy before boys, joy before boy. Like, 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 because if you're looking for the boy for joy, you're going to lose your joy. Right. So I tell people all the time, man, you you in order to operate in that level to draw purpose things in your life, especially a purpose person, you got to be operating at the highest frequency levels, which is enlightenment, love, joy, then peace. People love peaceful people. <laughs> can't be moved, can't be startled, peaceful. See, 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 so many people are bringing pieces, but they're not bringing peace. 
Like you don't want to bring pieces to a relationship. You don't want to bring pieces to a partnership. You want to bring peace. Pieces have already been patched. Pieces that have already been intact. Not pieces that's all over. Right? So those level of frequencies, we got to function. If not, then you got to find where you find your footing, where you find your foundations and allow God to restructure the way you mentally function so that you can function at those higher levels. So you must be functioning at a high level, at a high frequency in your purpose in order to attract the one at that level. I'm, I'm telling you, if you if you want a man of God, you got to operate at the frequency levels of a woman of God. If you vice versa, you got to operate at those levels. To attract, see, for instance, my wife and I both have standards, and there's no knock for anybody out there who's not this, but we both wanted virgins. We both said we waited, and I hope the other one waited. So while we were waiting, we operated at that level of frequency of purity, therefore, we were attracted to each other. Now, if you made a mistake and you and you fell in that kind of sin, but you repented of it, but you operated at that level of purity, then you will draw pure people. See, people who want to pervert can't be around purity. See. Perversion can only pervert purity when purity don't know that it's pure. Mm. Perversion can only pervert purity when purity don't know that it's pure. See, purity is not based upon my works. Purity is not based on who I am. Purity is based upon the blood. And if I'm not in the blood, and if I don't know that the blood is working to purify me, and if I don't know that I'm called to something greater, that I'm called to deeper depths of, of, of purity and greater heights of purity, then perversion can't stay long. But if you've been pure, you ain't done that with nobody, and you don't know yourself, and you feel like you're bored, and you and you and you feel like you're stuck in your singles with no excitement, then of course perversion will pervert you. You'll start watching pornography. You'll start messing with yourself. You'll start messing with other people. you start messing around because you don't know who you are. And so when you're operating at that pure level, you'll attract pure people. And that pure person, ladies, that man who says that that, that man that you want who wants to wait till marriage, then they'll, they'll wait. They'll stay long. The one will stay long. See, the, see uh, uh, standards attract standards. So when you have a standard, they'll stand, they'll still stand. But if their standards are lesser than your standards, then they're not going to stand there long. And so you have to be okay with being on a showroom floor for however long. Now, what does that mean? Do you think a Bugatti? Do you think a Rolls Royce? Do you think a Bentley cares about how many people look at it in the showroom floor? They know their value. They know their price. They know that 98% of the human population can't afford them. You got to operate like you unaffordable. You got to operate like most of y'all can't afford me because most of y'all not trying to think like me. And that's okay. That don't mean you be puffed up in arrogance or pride. It just means you know who you are on the inside. And so you say, hey, man, if you don't stand long by me, then we don't have the same standards. Man, I'm in 30 minutes. I'm preaching today. And the enemy was trying to fight me on doing this message too, but I had to press through. You must be functioning at a high level at a frequency in your purpose in order to attract the one at that level. You attract what you are. Thank you, Kizzy Rock, for your support. I greatly appreciate you. You attract what and who you are. So look in the mirror. Look in the mirror. Do you see something superior or do you see something inferior? Either way, you attract that nearer. Whatever you are in that mirror, you attract that nearer. So if money knows money, purity knows purity. Uh, uh, people of God know people of God. Like, like they know. They like they, they know it from a mile away. Because some things you can't fake. You can't fake purity. Your eyes going to tell on you. The way you move your hips going to tell on you. You can't fake being a Christian because we'll know. 
The real ones know. You can fake the ones that don't know. Like for me, I look at these preachers right now. I know who the real ones are. I can look, I can look at their dress code and see if they in code. <laughs> I, I can tell. I can tell because the real ones know. The real ones know. Last but not you got to be fruitful. Number one, you got to be founded. Next, you got to be free flowing. Number three, you got to be functioning at a high frequency. Number four, you got to be fruitful. You must already bear the fruit of the purpose. You must be full of the fruit and bearing full fruit in order to draw that purpose person. You got to be, that's why I say all the time, you got to be it before you be it. You got to be it before you be it. You got to be it before you be it. Like you, you can't wait to till two seconds before saying I do to be a husband. You got to be a husband for your husband. God builds you. Like, like nobody drives a car that's not built. Nobody drives a car or why no, no, no wise person drives a car that's not finished built. Nobody drives a car with three wheels. Unless you got the anyway, nobody drives a car with no steering wheel. Nobody drives a car without no without gas pedal. It's not completed. You have to be it before you be it. So you gotta be a wife before your wife. If you single right now and you bored and you're singing, there's a lot of wife things you can learn. If you a man and you single right now, there's a lot of man things to learn, a lot of husband things to learn. Thank you, Ashley. Yeah, you can give I can uh, give my website right now. Give me one second. This ministry's blessing people, and I don't want to hinder them from blessed being a blessing. Thank y'all so much for y'all support. Just go to mycoachjosh.com. I think it's uh this right here. Now you'll be able to support. But we have to understand purpose that God has a reason for everything. And if you don't understand your purpose, you will not draw a purpose person. I see we got a lot of questions. Here. Let's answer some questions. Before I do, I have a, a, a thing that I want to offer you guys. I got a book, Multi-Purpose. This book right here is going to be a great resource for all those who want to better understand purpose. They want to find and fulfill their purpose. Love this book, Multi-Purpose, will be a great resource for you. All the, also, those who are watching right now, if you want to be a part of my Purpose Accelerator, it's a 90-day purpose program that's going to put you in position to find and fulfill your purposes at a high level. That's going to put you in a position to, to better understand what it means to be a purpose person. It's going to help you. And if you want to say, hey, coach, I'm ready to find my purpose. I'm ready to fulfill my purpose at a high level. And I want to be a part of this program. And I want to accelerate to higher levels. And I want to function at that high level. Then go. I'm going to give you the website right Right now, I thought I had it ready, but uh, maybe I didn't. It's mycoachjosh.com forward slash ready. I'm going to post that right now in the chat. If you're ready to find and fulfill your purpose at a high level, click that link now, mycoachjosh.com forward slash ready, and I'll be on the phone with you this week. I'll be on the phone with you tomorrow if you want to book a session. And we want to talk about where you are in your life and where you want to be, especially those who want to scale in their purpose. People who not only want to start, but they also want to scale. If you want to learn how to profit in purpose, if you're if you ready to position yourself in purpose and be a great, a better father, to be a better mother, to be a better whatever purpose you function in, go to mycoachjosh.com forward slash ready. If you watch this later, I'll put this in the description box now. Fill out that form. Make sure that form is, uh, fill out that form and we'll be on the phone this week. We'll be on the phone or whatever. And I'll see how I can help you because it's time to be in our purpose. Now, uh, Jamari said, yes, 
Facts. Good evening, everyone. Glad to have you, A. Rice. Uh, can, uh, can purpose distract you? Well, great question. It depends on your posture and purpose. It boils down to your perspectives and purpose. Purpose can be a distraction if you take your eyes off of Christ. Your eyes have to always be on Jesus. Your eyes have to always be on the things of God. So right now, this could be a distraction to the purposes of me being a father, to me being a purpose of a mother. That's why, not a mother, a, 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 a husband, for instance. So people don't know that the reason why I'm getting to these things later is because i rather put this last and not put my family last. So that means I already done held the baby. I already done fed the baby. I done cleaned all the bottles. My wife done did her thing. I held the baby. The baby chewing on stuff. I'm wiping baby's mouth. I'm doing all the fatherly things. I'm doing all the husbandly things. Then I can serve you all. So yes, this can be a distraction from the most important purposes. That's why the book is called multi-purpose. See, you have to understand the different levels and layers of purpose that this comes later. My, my wife comes first. I come first. My daughter comes first. Who I am to God, what I, my godly duties comes first or this won't be good. So, yeah, if your purposes are out of alignment, then it will be a distraction. So you got to understand and be able to prioritize purpose. I'm going to do a video on how to prioritize your purposes. But purpose has to be prioritized and, and structured. And placed in order so you'll make sure you don't do things out of order and then you're failing in your marriage you failing in parenthood but you excelling in the business place in the marketplace it doesn't make sense ashley alti says how do you know your daily purpose great question your daily purposes are who you are and what you do scripturally so ashley by your name you're a young woman you're a young lady so now you got to find what does the word of god say about how a young lady should operate then you got to fulfill that in your purpose. That means what's the purpose of my thinking? What's the purpose? What's the proper purpose of feeling? The proper purpose of thinking? What? Because there's a part, there's a way I'm supposed to think. There's a way I'm supposed to feel. There's a way I'm supposed to be a man. There's a way I'm supposed to be a husband. There's a way I'm supposed to be a father. There's a way. And the way is in the word. So your daily purpose, I have it in my book. Where my book at? I have a list of daily purposes. Let me see if I can find it. I have a list of daily purposes. I'm going to share with you them right now. Page 55 of my book. All right, here we go. Here are, I think these are 10 daily purposes that we need to focus on. Number one, we got to focus on being our own individual selves and becoming more of an individual. Meaning I got to improve more. You have a daily purpose of improving as an individual. You do those around you a disservice when you don't improve. Number two, you got you to, gotta, uh, your interactions, how you engage is a daily purpose. You got to say, I got to be purposeful in my engagements. How you engage with the opposite sex, how you engage with friends, how you engage with your family. So there was a daily purpose. Another daily purpose are your intentions, your reasons for why. Next, your interests, drawing and longings. You got to have a daily purpose on how you uh, uh, be, are interested. Imaginations, next. Involvements, ingestions of what you feed yourself, information, uh, 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 improvements, your immediate family, inspiration. There's so much to improve on every day. There's so many daily purposes. But get the book Multipurpose right now. That book has in-depth a lot of things that we got to do daily to ensure that we fulfill our purposes at a high level. Let's keep going. Uh, Ashley also says, uh oh, did I skip somebody? Give me one second. I done skipped some people. 
newbie and soul child. Is this basically like creating a partner list? It depends. And when it comes to making a partner list, you want to make sure that you just don't make a list, nor do you idolize that list. You got to match that list. You got to individualize that list, not idolize that list. Now, what I mean by that, you got to write everything you want down in a man. Ladies, everything you want in a man, fellas, everything you want in a woman. And then you got to ask yourself, what, what does this type of woman need? What does this type of man need? What do they need or not even need? Don't say need. What do they want in a wife? You don't want to marry somebody with needs because needs leads to perversion. If a man needs sex all the time, he's not going to be properly ready for marriage because you're not going to get sex like that all the time in marriage because wives are going to wife, husbands are going to husband, and y'all going to be too tired. You got to plan it in marriage, right? But when you understand your partner list, you got to say, okay, what do they want in a man? What do they want in a woman? And when you know their wants, then you'll go and work. And then you write on the other side of the sheet of paper all the things that doesn't match, that you have in your life that doesn't match that area, and then you grow in that area. Great questions. Deandra says, I finally caught a live after years. We're glad to have you, Deandra. Welcome back. We're so glad to have you. Kizzy Rock, thank you so much for your support. We greatly appreciate you. Ashley says, you are, you are is what you attract. Your bum spirits attract bum spirits. It's real. If you with devil stuff, you attract devils. If you lay down with devils, you're going to rise up with a devil. That's real. Ash says, who you are is who you attract. That's real. Nubian says, we dropping gems. Jamari said, yes, amen. Ash says, what's your ministry donation to so? MyCoachJosh.com forward slash donate. That will help us tremendously. We'll appreciate you with our programs and such. Thank you. Does baptism cleanse your energy? I'm not, I don't think I understand your question. Um, it shifts your energy, should shift your energy to, to be more energized for the things of God for sure. One or two more questions. What is the purpose of focus? Great question, Jamari. What's the purpose of focus? One thing about focus is focus should be seasonal. Myron Golden, a great young man that I follow older gentleman that I follow talked about this. I want to make sure I give him respect for this. He says there's 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 seasons of focus and there's seasons of balance, but you cannot, like pursuing balance is, is, is not realistic. There's going to be certain seasons where you're going to have to focus for things to flourish and then put you in a state of balance. And some seasons you're going to be in a state of balance, but you're not going to be in a state of focus. Like right now, um, uh, there's things that I got to focus on no, 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 I'm in a season of balance. I'm balancing things. But I can't just strictly focus on this because I strictly focus on my ministry. Then I can't balance out my wife, balance out my daughter. So I can't just focus right now because our family's in a different place right now. But there will come a season where I we don't got ourselves, I, I don't got ourselves to a place financially. God done got ourselves to this place financially, or wherever it is, whatever season it, we may find us, where my wife is in a place where, where she is uh uh, 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 where she needs to be, then she'll, then I'll be able to focus, uh, uh, weeks at a time on a project books or stuff like that. But I can't just go and focus on this. And then that doesn't flourish. So the purpose of focus is to flourish something to a place of balance where it balances things out for you. And it happens periodically. There are a couple of hours a day where my wife lets me allow me to focus on something and uninterrupted, but we're talking about seasons of focus, but the purpose of focus is to give something the necessary amount of attention it needs for it to get to a place of fruitfulness, for it to produce a harvest. 
Hope down. Dante Style says, how do you handle being the only Christ follower in the room? I get so angry at the disrespect, but I can't express it. Well, don't get angry. Be the light. Light don't get mad. Light don't even talk. Light just light. So when you follow in Christ, you don't got to follow Christ loud. Just follow Christ proud. Hmm. See, when you follow Christ proud, your following him becomes loud without you, without you even making a noise. Your standards, the way you interact, the way you work on the work, the way you handle the room. See, the goal is to be a thermostat, not a thermometer. So don't allow the room to dictate your temperature. Allow your temperature to dictate the temperature in the room. So just be proud to be a follower of Christ. That doesn't mean you got to be loud about it. Just, just walk in there with love. Walk in there with joy. Walk in there with peace. Walk in there with patience. Walk in there with enlightenment. And when you walk into the room with that, it begins over a period of time to set the temperature. But if you allow these rooms to dictate how you feel and you haven't allowed yourself to be entering into joy, then my friend, you won't be useful in that room. The goal is to always be open to be useful by God. The goal is to always be in such a state of frequency where you can function for the things of God without being uh, without being interrupted for miracles to happen, for ministry to happen and for the message to be shared. So how you handle it, get a handle of yourself and ask yourself, why do I allow this to bother me so much? So if they disrespect you, then give them your absence. That's simple. Now, I'm talking about if they're disrespecting the God like with drugs and drinking and all kind of stuff, and you're like, I just feel disrespected to Jesus. Ain't me, then, then man, maybe it's not. Maybe you shouldn't frequent that room. But if that room is disrespecting you, talking crazy to your face, then give that room your absence. They don't deserve your presence. Jesus told his disciples that when they start tripping and start not accepting the message that you have or don't accept who you are, he says, dust the dust off your feet. So after you done got your plate, with that macaroni and cheese and those oxtails, and you don't got all those good foods and the pie, and and they want and they don't and they disrespect you, then wave goodbye with your to-go plate, dust the dust off your feet. And I'm like, man, what what Johnny doing? What Dante's doing? Y'all see Dante? Dante doing wiping his feet over the door, <laughs> and then walk out. Does it make you pure? Um, it starts to process. Uh, it, it's it's an outward expression. Of what's happening internally, but as far as making you pure, you're pure because of what Jesus did. You set apart, you made holy, but sanctification begins. So holiness, whole a state of holiness is different. I ain't gonna dive deep in that because I'm not at the uh energy space to really give the proper exegesis to that. But what I will say this is that we're made holy separate because of what Jesus did. Those who repent confess their sins and are truly converted within. Then you may set apart as holy, but the sanctification process holifies certain areas on the inside. It ain't a God, and God cleansed that. Hope that kid, what's going on, girl? Thank you for joining me. We're glad to have glad to have you. I love y'all. Thank y'all so much for trusting me with y'all's questions, joining me this evening. Uh, if you're ready to take your purpose to the next level, join. The, uh, the coaching program that I have about purpose, finding and fulfilling at a high level, starting and scaling in your profitable purposes and and and, and learn. We're going to teach you how to be a purpose person. You're welcome, Dante. You go, just go in. MyCoachJosh.com forward slash ready. Message me. Let me know where you are and, and we'll see how and where we go from there. Love y'all. Also, check out my books. Oh, man, I have so much. This was going to check out my books, Multipurpose, How to Find and Fulfill Your Purposes in Life. This is my latest book, book number 10. We also got merch. Well done. 
is the movement. Get your merch today. If you're struggling with soul ties or strongholds and you want to find the purpose of freedom in Christ, untie those soul ties or real strongholds. Get this book, The Purpose of Freedom. It'll be a blessing in your life. This book, Counterfeit or Counterpart, will help you discern what's in front of you. It will give you the tools, methods, and strategies to use to ensure that the person in front of you or the thing in front of you is God's counterpart and not the devil's counterfeit, causing you to have fits in your life, right? Also, if you need one-on-one coaching, go to my website, mycoachjosh.com forward slash custom culture. I am unplugged.com works there too. But if you need one-on-one coaching, you talk to, about, talk to me something, talk to me about something personal, reach out to me. I will see if how I can help you. If you're struggling with your feelings and you can't control them and you're like, man, coach, I'm always in my feelings despite the facts I see and I can't really fulfill my purpose. This book, Facts on Feeling, be a great resource for you. If you're looking for a journal to help you hold the things in your life well, this book, The Holding Journal, be a great resource for you. We also got a card game that is sold separately. <laughs> That's funny. Sold separately, but it's a great tool. Probably one of the best things I created are my card games. My card games, I'm telling you, the Lord, the Holy Spirit is a genius. And the card games that he created through me are powerful. And so I have four card games. I got card game called Whole, card game called Facts Over Fields, a card game called Memory Muscle for memorization of scripture, mindfulness of scripture. And I got a fourth one. I can't remember what the fourth one. Dating prep. Yes. This game right here, dating prep. It'll teach you whether you should go slow, whoa, red flag relationship or white flag should you leave it. And great game with questions and stuff like that. Also, if you want to learn the purpose of your singleness and you want to better maximize your singles, this book, The Purpose Singles, be a blessing to you. If you're looking for a dating resource to be dateable for the rest of your life, whether single, engaged, dating, or married, great questions here to make sure that you and your significant other are on the same page. If you're struggling with spiritual warfare, you want to better understand the whole armor of God, this book, World War Me, will be a great resource for you. If you got young people, fourth grade and up, maybe third graders too, third, fourth grade and up, and you want them to find their purpose early, this book, as he says, have great proverbial, a uh, 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 wise sayings for young people that may not have that father, that may not have that 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 strong personal life, but you know, hey, they need they need a book, and if they have questions about anything, they can find some type of wisdom in that book. This book would be a great resource. We also have merch. All that stuff's available on my website, my coach Josh. Com. And if you've been blessed by this, you say, man, I just want to support what you're doing, coach. Go to mycoachjosh.com forward slash donate or go to give back and you'll be able to support our young people that we help out, uh, helping them find their purpose in entrepreneurship and, and their purpose in life. So thank you all so much for trusting me. Just question. Newbie says, thank you. You're welcome. Dante says, thank you. You're welcome. Deion Stillman says, thank you. Thank you. You stay delivering. God gives the glory. Different Josh, but same Holy Ghost. <laughs> and that's how we keep it. That's how you go from glory to glory. The Holy Ghost has so much depth. You don't find treasure in shallow waters because treasure, treasure is too heavy to float. So you have to get off the boat and dive deep to find the treasure in the things of God. So I want to challenge you before this video goes off to go deeper in God. We were not meant to be shallow swimmers. We were meant to be scuba divers. So dive deep into God because deep calls out the deep. And God says, man, I got some deep things to show you about yourself, about life, and about purpose. Love y'all. Check out all the stuff on my website. Um, I'll be talking to some of you all later, uh, getting you guys into the program and really seeing where you are. And see if I, even if you don't get in the program, I still you can still talk to me, and I'll be adding value. So I'll add, I'll add that link, or that link is already uh, on that site. Love y'all. I got to go. Peace. Y'all be blessed.